Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm opinionated on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the Magic Man. Paulie Malinaji, Peter Cards, Seth Nyman, welcome to the world, Showtime Boxing, whatever we call it these days, we're back for another episode. <laughs> well, I can't say we because Peter Cards is still on uh, fatherly duties, uh, still, still on paternity leave. Kids driving around, what's the problem? I'm here though, I'm here though. What, <laughs> you're what, you're hearing spirit and you're hearing voice. Pizza. What are you guys doing on my show? I mean, all I hear is when's Peter Cards coming back? Are you guys fucking this up? I guess so. I mean, you're the, you're the man with the plan. You're the guy in demand, and and uh, you know everybody wants to know where you are. Yeah, I thought I was leaving it in good hands. You guys, uh, what is Seth doing? Does he does he speak or is he just like trying to make like he's uh, what, what editing your, everything? Hey, 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 hey! Just take it easy. Listen, just, I know you're not. I know you're not sleeping too much because you got a newborn. But don't take that shit out Pete, on Pete me. He doesn't really sleep anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but my schedule's a little off. Hey, this is episode ninety nine, guys. This is ninety nine. Wow! Yeah, so, we, so we're gonna do a hundred for the yeah. Wayne. Pete's Aaron Judge. Yes, Pete's got to wear um, Apollo Creed outfit from Rocky, the first Rocky. We're gonna do it at the at the Wayne. Well, that's not 90, gonna, first of all. Ninety nine is Wayne Gretzky. All right, all right. <laughs> no, not, right now it's Aaron Judge. Bro. I know, but it's Aaron Judge. Right right now. It was it was all, Wayne Gretzky first. Rise, it was Wayne Gretzky first. Aaron Judge would kick his ass in a fight for sure. Yeah, but Wayne would have the the guys that would come in and fight for him. That was, the whole, that, that was the whole point of, of, Wayne, of Wayne's era. The, you had the, the goons. goons that protected Wayne. Uh, Wayne. Glenn Anderson would hit would hit Aaron Judge so hard. <laughs> Why, Mark Messier wouldn't? <laughs> Jeff Boogman wouldn't? Mm-hmm. Anyway. So we're uh, we're back. We're here with episode 99. Peter Collins is with us and not in the studio, but at least you're here. What did the... What, 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 first of all, Pete, uh, before we get on, I want to introduce... Uh, uh, our esteemed an, an esteemed colleague of mine, my partner in the truthfultaxes.com, Truthful Taxes uh, company. Uh, Sounds good. Sounds good, Paulie. Mr. Jonathan Hernandez, a.k.a. Baca. Oh, <laughs> a.k.a. <wow>. Baca. <laughs> What's yep. going on? Before, Got a great hairstyle. We doing on. good, doing good. The personal world would know me as Baca. <laughs> yeah. The personal world. But yeah. the business world, they know me as Jonathan Hernandez. Boom. You know? Pete. Before we actually went on, I heard somebody talking numbers. I'm like, that sounds like Baca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. me. And that's the reason, I, you know, one of the reasons I got Baca in today. You know, jo- Jonathan is our numbers guy. He's uh, obviously the, the man with the plan behind Truthful Taxes. Uh, check that out during tax season. But we were talking numbers on the way here, and I was talking about, you know, the Mayweather and McGregor fight and just the amount of promotion it's getting. It's just Huge, just a huge amount of promotion. And the reason the reason I get this in, this insane vibe off of it is because Mayweather Pacquiao was huge, and people made like, ah, oh, we'll fight who's gonna sell itself. But I know they all fought, sell themselves, obviously. But at the end of the day, McGregor's personality is nowhere near Pacquiao's personality. Pac- McGregor's on on many levels above, and he and he raises Floyd's game 
in these press conferences as well. So together, it's like a battle of wits before they actually have that battle in the ring. And I think this is actually going to help sell a lot of pay-per-views. This is the stuff that's going to make it surpass the Pacquiao pay-per-view. There was nothing interesting about a, 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 a there's nothing there's nothing ever interesting about a, a, a press conference of Pacquiao, but McGregor he's he's a different level. You never know what he's gonna come out and say. You never know what he's gonna come out and do. As we saw yesterday, yes, we, you never know what he's gonna come out and wear. You know, so, <laughs> so right. it was it was really something else, man. You Paul, know? you got those pants. Come on, who are you kidding? You know what? I, I the the pants reminded me of pajama pants. I gotta say. But the jacket was something else. The jacket was just killer. No, but you know, it was a polar bear. That's a that's a good point because Pacquiao comes on, he's like. I want to thanks to Philippine no. and uh, Bob, Bob, uh, thanks Bob and uh, everyone in Philippine. And then you. like you got, and then fucking yesterday, this guy, his nickname is a notorious one. He's like, in Brooklyn, N-O-T-O-R-O-U-S, you just lay down slow, recognize a real dawn when you see one. I Go mean, ahead, Pete. what Go a ball. Keep it history. up. Yeah, no, and, the and, then he gave, and then he gave mad respect to Dondori's B.I.G. He gave him a Brooklyn, yeah. he, so you know where you're at, you know your geography, you know, you know, you know, you know how to hype up the situation according to where you are too. Very, very astute. Uh, I find Conor McGregor to be, you know, uh, it was genius. Yeah, it was genius. And it was genius. And this is part of what I'm saying about how this is gonna impact the sales of this fight. It's going to, of course, I make the buys skyrocket even more than they were anticipated. So, Jonathan. And a hundred dollars a buy was that hundred dollars a buy in the U.S. I mean, we got other countries. Let's get the numbers guy. Hundred dollars. Well, of course, we got to bring in the numbers guy. This is the whole point of this. You know what I mean? Hey, that's one hey, thing. The hey, numbers is, is key to everything. I mean, I numbers mean, is key to everything, especially not, in this situation. Nine years strong with the company and just looking at numbers and analyzing stuff is. If you if you get a hundred dollars a hundred dollars the HD right hundred and you get say the the Pacquiao fight was four point five million. Uh, pay-per-views right pay-per-views right mm-hmm. so say with this one beats it say I, th- I think we're gonna go to five million for this one after i seen this press five tour five million is fine after, worldwide after, or country if no uh, the u.s that was this the u.s i'm saying this could be like 15 million worldwide oh easily Ooh, easily guys, guys. easily we'll just you, topic you, on that you know what you know what's funny about it i was talking to steven espinoza and uh, he was telling me that when they hit to about the 4.5 mark in the pacquiao fight some of the cable companies started having problems. Like they started, the feed started burning out. Yeah, so, lo- so it's bandwidth and how much a, a website or streaming can handle so, it one shot. And that's why that's. And he was telling me he's worried about that. And I said, wouldn't yeah, but Stephen, wouldn't the cable companies have? Uh, learned from their mistake in the past and understood what their limitations nah. are and now made that adjustment. He goes, you would hope so. He goes, you'd hope so because we might find out that, you know, how much more they can take in this fight. This fight might sell more. I'll tell you what, if you want to go ahead and crack 300 million like he did, well, that was 300 what he made. If you want to go ahead and crack the six, 700 million mark, mm-hmm. just just do the basic number. $100 times 1 million people, you at 100 million. If, if Mayweather made 300 million, you got to crack a lot more millions just to supersede what you did in the past. Yeah. So, you know, as, as I was thinking earlier, you got you got the, the casual boxing fans who bought the previous Pacquiao fight. Mm-hmm. But then how about the people that didn't buy it? Next so you got those fans. Yeah, right. Lot of then, then you got a bunch of UFC fans that yeah. bought the Pacquiao fight as well, but mm-hmm. not all of them. Yeah. They have to grab that, including the people that didn't buy last time mm-hmm. on the masses in order to break even if not just come off with another 50 million bucks so it has to be substantial yeah but Jonathan here's the thing here's the thing if we, if we go to just the Pacquiao numbers say they do 4.5 million again right I mean you're still talking 
you're still talking 300 million again for Floyd Mayweather. That's not chump change, you know? Yeah. But at 4.5, you have 400, and you basically have $450 million. Don't forget about the gate. Don't sell that yeah, gate yeah, short. Yeah, I, I was about those, to yeah. that. those tickets are gonna be real yeah, expensive. Yeah, the gate is short, but I think the gate, uh, uh, the, yeah, the, the the tickets, the gate, probably but, bring like twenty. But on black market, though, they're gonna be worse. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the, that, right. I, that's, they, that's, they were saying the yesterday thing. at the press conference, and then they go on sale July 24th. So they haven't even gone on sale yet. You know, but um. Yeah, when black. you look at the face value of the ticket, it's yeah. not going to be these astronomical figures. But, but, but then, of course, you're also going to bring in the... Uh, I actually think they'll run more than the Pacquiao one. I think, they run, yeah. I think, I think I they'll agree. definitely run more than Pacquiao. So let's say they get 5 million buys, right? So you've got $500 million just on the U.S. pay-per-view market. The, mm-hmm. the, fight, bro, the fight generated $5 million, $500 million just on the U.S. pay-per-view market on, on 5 million buys. You double it for the then, rest of the world? Then you have whatever deal they cut with all the international... Uh, broadcasts, you know, mm-hmm. some places like I remember Italy. Italy's not a, a a major boxing haven. They don't buy fights. They don't really pay for fights. So Mayweather, Pac- Mayweather, Pacquiao, Italy got it for ten thousand dollars. No, yeah, they just got. They didn't even charge you a pay per view. Like Italy just bought Italy <laughs> because they. We but, but, it, but, it, but, it, but it's smart. Yeah. But it's smart by the promotion to understand the market, the market. you're going to. The Ireland's gonna have to you're pay. Gonna, you're gonna. You know what? You're not gonna get any buys, or, or maybe you know you don't care if you get buys of this or not. Okay, what are you what are you gonna pay us for it? Because if we don't want you to not have it, and then give us what you want. Okay, twenty thousand. All right, whatever. So they got it, and it was on free TV over there. It was. I mean, it was on four in the morning on free TV. My friends all watched it. In Italy. It'd be cheaper to fly to Italy and watch the fight than to go to the actual fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be cheaper to go go to Italy and watch the fight for hey free guys, on TV. Believe it, believe it uh, or not, not that I'm saying this fight's gonna be free in Italy because I don't know the popularity of McGregor in Italy. Maybe it's more. But go ahead, John. Believe it or not. I'm not saying I'm a master genius when it comes to marketing, but if you go ahead and you take that $100 show mm-hmm. and you put an ad on the front of pay-per-view saying $30 if you purchase towards Domino's. Mm-hmm. Oh, forget it. Forget it. That was like Alfa Romeo did with the Super Bowl. Forget it. You, you'll, get another, you'll get another 50, uh, 50 60, 70,000 people that instant just over it's Domino's or, or, ad. Yeah. You know? Not what's saying, Corona, Corona going to pay for this, right? Well, Corona has deals. I don't know right. what they're going to pay. I, I don't know if this is a, a if they're going to be in competition um, with Tecate again, or just Corona's already yeah. in, right? No, because Tecate is not really in competition with this one. I mean, you're not doing a deal with, with top rank this time. I mean, it's just Conor McGregor and, and Mayweather. So I think Corona is is the only game in town. I think it's just a matter of cutting. I the think deal the lion's shares of them, but there, there, there's a ton of little parties involved regarding yeah. at least making a million, two, three million off it. You mm. know, especially like Dana White. You know, yeah, that's true. Who the probably, probably, who probably holds stuff. thirty million of that seventy-five. Yeah, you know that Conor's making. Well, here's the know? thing. Here's the thing. I, I think Connor probably gets 75, and Jana's cutter's already on, taken out from there, man. I think that Connor's guarantee is going to be 75. Then whatever he's paying his own other team. So, you know Paulie, I mean? they're going to have to do numbers that are never seen and will never be made again. Because that's, if you go ahead right. and give 75 plus 300 plus, no, no. Well, let's, involved, I think Floyd's guarantee was what is it? What's Floyd's guarantee on this? 150, like on, on 100 paper. 100. Yeah, it's like 120. Everything else is, comes off the off the incentives. Everything, well, he's everything, also, he's also the, the promoter, problem, Yeah. He's also the promoter, but McGregor also has a co-promotional stake mm-hmm. in this. Um, let's talk about okay. We got we got. We say we do five million buys in the U.S. Right? What are you going to do in England? What is a, a typical pay per view in England? Do? Does it do a million? I mean, obviously it's less population. I'll look it up, but because I know they're doing about thirty pounds. What is it thirty pounds? Uh, I think they're charging <laughs> thirty pounds. That's uh, one conversion. I don't know. I just know no, no, the th- U.S. dollar well, right now. <laughs> well, well, we'll just do what they get in pounds. Let's say it's thirty-five pounds. Is it? You, you looked it up. Usually. No. Usually thirty to thirty-five. No, it's, it pounds. is not thirty-five. Sure it's is. like twenty to thirty, bro. It's not thirty-five pounds. Not anymore, sunshine. I know we a gallon of gas there's about sixteen dollars. So 
Yeah. yeah what are you talking about? The Ricky Hatton days? They went up. <laughs> nah, bro. The 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 the, the Klitschko and Joshua pay per view was like twenty or thirty pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't more than that. Oh. Okay. Well, they definitely do a million. Okay. Let's now. do thirty. Let's do thirty pounds just to, for argument's sake, right? Right. Um, I don't think it's more than thirty, but they do a million for sure, right? You think? In England, England's oh, a smaller I, country, but they have so many boxing especially fans. Especially right? this. Yeah. This is going to touch big overseas. Even in it, Ireland. Okay, let's see. Touch. Let's do the United Kingdom. Is a, is United ridiculous. Kingdom as a whole. Can they do a million five? Obviously, are you, are UK fans? So, will, are are UK fans will know more than us. Though they can probably tweet us uh, when they hear this episode and let us know, you know, what they what their what their uh, expectations. Put it like is. this: you got about a hundred follow, a hundred thousand followers in the UK alone over there. Yeah, McGregor has to probably have half a million of those, yeah. if not more, yeah. just off the UK. And they're all going to. He buy. will definitely do a million. Okay, buys. Gonna let's, be a, let's do one point five because you also got Ireland. Holiday. It's going to be a national holiday in Ireland. This yeah. is this, okay. Let's, let's do one. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's aim. Let's lowball. Let's say. I, I mean, I'm. I think I'm lowballing at saying 1.5 between England and, and Ireland. That's what um. I just found. This is one thing I just found is that uh. That's our, what, our stat checker, Seth. That's what. That's what. Um, Seth Nyman. Go that's ahead. what uh, Pacquiao Mayweather did. 1.5 million in the UK. Okay, Pacquiao Mayweather 1.5 million. So it's a good estimate. So Pacquiao Mayweather 1.5. I think Mayweather McGregor can do more because McGregor is uh, from there. Absolutely. But let's lowball yeah. it. Let's just lowball it and say 1.5, right? At 30 pounds, right? So, so by the way, that was the key break right there. That 1.5 was the additional revenue. Yeah, especially in pounds. Of course. That's how Mayweather every, converted that 300 million. Well, that's million. the thing, John. Every it's country. Not, that every John. That's that's the thing. Every country is paying their own foreign rights to get the fight so every country is getting whatever they're getting you know then if they sell it on pay-per-view there's a deal with the pay-per-view there too you know so let's do 30 pounds a shot 1.5 million buys what how many pounds is that in england you're already generating 500 million dollars in the u.s if on 5 million u.s buys let's say you get 1.5 million buys in the united kingdom at 30 pounds a shot what do you got has to be almost about six six seven five altogether what do you got what do you got, Seth? Well, it's 45 million pounds. We convert 45 million pounds. You, you right. convert that million. to what? It was like $70 million? No, you can't mm-hmm. be 45 million. No, no, it has to be more because it's, it's probably... Eh, no, it is yeah. 45 million pounds. Yeah, yeah, $30. Yeah. 1.5. Okay, yeah. so 45 million pounds. Pounds is about $70 million, 45 million pounds. So you're adding about... Yeah. Okay, so you're adding about... Which they'll probably bring in about, I, I would say roughly on a safe estimate, 150 to 175. Top, mm-hmm. $200 million overseas. Yeah. 200 plus... The most likely well, five hundred overseas would mean million? let's say like all the rest of Europe, South America, fifty nine million dollars right now. Today. You're gonna get buys in Asia for this. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, the UFC is big in Singapore, Australia, and Australia. I think it's safe to say that they're gonna do. It's gonna be the, the billion dollar fight for it, real. It, it. It has potential to reach the billion dollar fight. Is it gonna do better than Pacquiao? I certainly feel for sure. One, the biggest reason is because Pacquiao. <laughs> You know he's he's like a banker. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, hey, yeah. You know yeah, he isn't. He Conor McGregor is like that wild cannon off the off the the psych ward. You know. Well, he's so. making it like you know <laughs> he, he's psyching <laughs> up the, he's psyching up the UFC fans who don't know any better, think he can win the fight, and he's also getting the boxing fans riled up to see it, to want to see him get his ass kicked. Yeah. So he's being smart. He's he's, he's promoting the fight. Yeah, of course not. And he, and he's doing it in a genius way. I think yep. uh, I was <laughs> watching that. So I, I'm going to talk about the press tour a little bit. It's funny because every city had like their little. Uh, identity to it you know what i'm saying uh and uh i first it was la it was like the posh cool, too cool for school crowd you know la you know i got a couple of celebrities in there you had a couple of music out musical acts going on you know and uh 
you know, the the press conference had the, the their their walk in and whatever, and it was cool, and it kind of set the tone for the set the set, it kind of set the tone for the for the first press conference, and the second one was a mixed martial arts haven. It's Toronto was a mixed martial arts haven. They were absolutely bananas. They were absolutely <laughs> insane. That is the sickest press conference I've ever witnessed in my life. I mean, it was louder than most fights I've been to. You know what I mean? It was crazy. It was crazy, and they amped it up a little bit with Floyd getting the flag. I almost thought we were in a situation with a Trinidad versus Hopkins again. Uh, when Floyd yeah. took that Irish flag, I, I got to say, my heart skipped a beat for a second because I, I looked around, and I said, man, there's a, everybody's Irish here. It Toronto, Toronto has a big Toronto has a big Irish contingent, and when he took that flag, I said, please don't do nothing disrespectful with that flag because I remembered right away Hopkins and Trinidad, and I said, don't. Well, because you, if you they rush the stage, learned, I don't even know where I'm going. <laughs> But you quickly learned that Floyd is a lot smarter than people think. Listen, because that could have yeah. been really bad. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm <laughs> he saying. Put, I was... He put his ego aside real quick. Yeah. I mean, also, listen. like I told you, Connor said, do something with that flag and I will fuck you up right on this stage. <laughs> yeah, but I don't That's honestly. boxing. I That's hear you. Boxing. I hear you, bro. But uh, honestly, if I'm Floyd, I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not really going to be too fearful of Connor saying what he's saying. I'm going to be fearful of thousands of people in the crowd that might rush the stage like what we saw happening in the Hopkins. Of course, but I mean, Hopkins had to literally get off the island in a helicopter, bro. They chased <laughs> him to the airport. He had to get on the helicopter. I had to fly him off the island. Like, I've never even... You can't even make that up. You can make a movie he about ju- that. If, if it was if they one him, town over, yeah. no more B-Hop. There would be no yeah. such thing as B-Hop. It would exactly. definitely be like I-Hop or something. He was yeah. I-Hopping everywhere out there. They would have pancaked them. Forget so, it. It's, he would have been, been I-Hopping to the Put it like this. If it was to Today, you know, and and you know, I'm from Puerto Rican descent, so you know, you know, when it comes to Puerto Rico, you know, that, that that's my place, Miguel Cotto, you know. Trinidad. But if it was today's economy out there in Puerto Rico, <laughs> and know. he would have did that today with the state that they're in, <laughs> that's it. Well, he's guaranteed death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he he, he should have. He, he would have to go in there with a will, and then yeah. and, and then yeah. you, know, you know what? Leave, if leave I don't make will, it out, the will back and I have I have potential, you know, <laughs> yeah. to donate whatever I made to whoever's a part of my family, you know. Man, but. that was a sick thing. Anyway, so I was thinking when I saw Mayweather take that flag, I said. Please, Floyd. I just said, please, Floyd. Because I'm on the stage there, too. I'm just like, please, Floyd, don't do anything you know, stupid. Uh, Brendan would have protected you, Paul. He'd be all right. But, but we were all dead. <laughs> Nobody was protecting us if that happened. Even the bodyguards wouldn't have been able to protect Floyd. So he he didn't do anything. But I, I thought Connor was smart. Going back to that, Connor grabbed the bag with money. Connor picked up the bag with money. He's it. like, yeah, let's test. If that let's bag trade. was full with money... <laughs> It, I'm telling you, May would have got up. He May would have got up real fast because he's touching about half. If you fill a book bag up like that <laughs> yeah. with hundreds, yeah. it's about half a million, maybe a million in it. If he would have oh, gone that's ahead that's and moved problem. that money or even attempted to throw that in the crowd, the fight would not got made. Yeah, it would not got made. No, but that was that wasn't the money you throw. That was the, that was the next day the money you throw. Mayweather's not <laughs> that was probably, anything to risk this It was fight. probably hundreds in that, he was, whatever whew. he had in there. He wasn't risking. He wasn't risking that. But uh, smart thinking on Connor. I was gonna say Connor's astute man. He knows he knows what to do in the moment. You know what I mean? He went to grab the bag right away. So now now you're playing chicken. Yeah, you want to do something with my flag? I'll do something with your money. What do you got? You know? And it became like a game of chicken, like a mental game. It was funny. You know. The one thing I do like is the immediate response that Connor McGregor flashed in his face. The minute that flag came up, he said, "All right, yeah. I don't care about nothing." Do something wrong to that flag. Yeah. And I think he would have reacted. Oh, without a doubt. I, I really Everybody think he would have reacted. There was thousands of people in the crowd already to react. He definitely would have reacted. <laughs> I don't but know which way it would have went. I'm telling you, that's what I'm trying to tell you. The guy had on, like, like 
expensive shoes. Can you imagine him roundhousing <laughs> the temple and like digging a heel in there because he like stepped on the flag or something? Forget about oh, everybody man. afterward. Everybody else is just that's the after effect. All the bodyguards would have got beat up, but everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Dana Boy, White, you know Stephen no. Espinosa. Everybody when <laughs> no, that that's happened, the thing. Side look at got everybody's beat up. face when <laughs> yeah. that happened. Stephen Espinosa looked back and was like. Oh, I'm, no. sure, I'm sure if you look Dana at my, White was sure just my like, face, please don't lose my cut. Don't do this. I'm going to lose my cut. You right. know? And Steven's probably like, man, I better get a big bonus. But that's the next thing. That's the next That's the next part. This guy calling names and everything. That's the next part yeah. I was going to get to. How oh, funny man. is Conor McGregor that he brings up, <laughs> he brings up Steven Espinosa. He, he made Steven more famous than he's ever been. Right. And Steven's the man at Showtime. I mean, Steven's brought our ratings up since he's getting there. He hired me, so I got to thank him. You know, and well, then he's the guy. He's, basically, thing, he's, essentially, he's, the guy that, he's essentially the guy that discovered me, so, you know, he gets all the credit. But, dude, I mean, he's... Oh, we, we, know him as the, we know him as the suit in boxing. Like, he's a suit. He's Espinosa, the president of Showtime. MMA status made him like a WWF guy. He, <laughs> Conor McGregor made him like he's Vince McMahon. You know, you know when the wrestlers get mad at Vince McMahon and during the yeah. act and Vince McMahon becomes part of the act? Steven Espinosa became part of the act. But let me like, tell you something. Steven just didn't say enough, bro. Because if I'm Steven, I would have played Vince McMahon. I would have been like, what are you telling me? You're I'm paying. Fired. I'm signing your checks. <laughs> Beat it. If he would have said that, I almost guarantee Conor McGregor would have been like, damn, I'm about to lose $75 million. You know what? I'm sorry, daddy. I'm sorry, sir. That, that would have been one situation where he called Stephen Daddy. I'm sorry, Daddy. You know what? He he, he would have sat there and be like, you know, let me shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, but nice but I love that. I, I, it doesn't matter. I love that Connor did it. Like he, I don't. And Steven may not, Steven may that, not like it, but Steven's profile has just been raised twice as much. <laughs> Steven may not like the way you it happened, do? Check but how Steven's many profile has been raised behind it. immensely. Absolutely, definitely got a lot of followers. <laughs> he, probably, off this. he probably got a good Steven's, five thousand followers. Steven became that. part of the uh, part of the buildup. Steven Steven became part of this whole buildup. He became part of the whole of the whole plot line. You know, it's great. How, how about the trolls he must have right now? <laughs> yeah, oh man, uh. it's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah, calling him calling him a weasel, right? Yeah. And then Dana just gets up on the mic and yells for like five seconds and then he's off. You know, Dana, Dana doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't contribute anything. He just goes up there, he's yells, yells as loud as he can and goes and sits down. Listen, <laughs> like, buddy, he's laughing what are you saying? Mayweather he did the correct thing. Bro. No, you're right. Because here's the thing. And this is what I like. So I wish, I wish more boxing. I wish, I wish say, me and Peter, me and Peter, uh, Peter, me and you were talking about that yesterday. Uh, guys, we talked about this yesterday. That the Barclays Center crowd had that MMA also, uh, that MMA uh, type of uh, environment around it where there was a they're cult. used to loud, they used to be just loud press conferences and a lot of yelling. And that's why Dana White does what he does. But you know what's funny, Seth, is that they don't want to hear anybody talk but the fighters. That's why Dana just yells for five seconds and he sits down. Smart. Like, they boo everybody off stage. Like, Brett Yormark got on there. He wanted to say a couple comments. They booed him off stage. I didn't hear a word Brett said. Steven, no, they, they, booed him, they booed him off stage. I didn't hear a word he said. Buddy, I've been saying this my whole entire boxing career. When I have a press conference, I don't want to hear the promoter get up there and talk for 20 minutes. Let me talk. Let my opponent talk. And let me get the hell out of there. I'm making weight. Exactly. I'm drying out. I don't want to hear what you guys have to say. You're boring anyway. Like, I wish. <laughs> I wish we this, had this kind of crowd is, uh, in boxing where they just boo these pricks off stage. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, event, you, know, can you, two you, remember, guys, you remember guys like Don King or even Bernard Hopkins. They talk for like an hour. Yeah, but what no are you saying? What are you saying, <laughs> you know bro? What? Get off no. stage. What are you doing? You know, who said it? you know who said it best about yesterday? 
What? And he got booed as well, but my man Brian Custer. BC said, I feel like I'm at the Apollo. <laughs> yeah. If you don't if put on the right act, you get booed right on stage. Yeah, you know like what's your funny? Energy, you're fucking done. Yeah. You don't you don't see Al Heyman in any uh nah. during any why you, that's it, what, that but that, that's the thing about Al. Al wants to play the low key role. Which you know? is, there's is no, it's the smallest there's no, role. There's no ego to Al and that's what makes him He uh, just wants that very, check to clear, no? He's all, he's, all, he's all about Check. business. People people have a lot of miscon- misconceptions about Al Heyman. He's he's very much about the fighter. He's very much about the product, even though the product that sometimes doesn't hasn't hasn't come out on PBC the way it was originally intended. He's very much about business in general. You know, he he, he could care less about his own ego. He's about money. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play it. I just found this is Dana White tasked with breaking up May May Mac face offs by Floyd Mayweather advisor Al Heyman. <laughs> I was like, that's your job, dude. For whatever million dollars. <laughs> who, who wrote that? Because I don't even know if that's true. Come on. By Mark Raimondi. I don't even know if that's true. You know why I don't even know if that's MMA true? MMA fighting Cause, website. Because yeah. Dana. Dana hogs the camera in every single stand down. <laughs> right. I mean, there's not a single UFC stand down where Dana's not in the middle of it. All right. So don't tell me that Al Heyman gave him that job. Dana, was, Dana loves the camera. Dana was quoted <laughs> to saying that. Al Heyman gave me specific so directions. Good. That's like Al Heyman giving so Sam good. Watson the job to be in the ring. You think, like Sam doesn't want to be in the ring. You know what I mean? Come on. And, and right, Sam's my right, guy, right. but come on. He, and you know what? It's funny. He's so good at it, and he's he knows exactly where to be that he actually, Sam was like, it was barely there. Yeah, he was jumping in front of Sam. Like, it was like a competition. That <laughs> <laughs> was messed up. Sam and Leonard, they were just off to the side at a certain point. I think I think Dana White does a great job. You know what? You know what it was though. You know what? It was, you know what it is too. I think Sam recognizes like it's getting tense. He's like, you know what? If there's a wild punch thrown in this shit, at least Dana gets yeah, it. Fun, forget fun this. You know? <laughs> like I'll let Dana take the wild shot. I'm good. Yeah, Sam. Sam's getting old, man. <laughs> so, so then we get to New York after that wild press conference in Toronto. We get to New York, and New York had its own image again. And what was the New York image? It had the red carpet. You know, the 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 VIP status runway. Uh, Real cool, uh, and it got out of hand because you know what it is, man. People have to realize at home, you run out of ideas at a certain point. I mean, you're you're, you're marketing this thing for two, one, two, three, four days in a row. By by day three and four, you know, there's, there's a lot of trash talk. You haven't got you. You don't even know what to say anymore. So yesterday became more of a circus, more of a fiasco. I felt like where it was more about who's styling and profiling. You know, Woo! Connor with the with the with the mink. Uh, whatever the the polar bear mink coat or whatever fur what? coat and and the the decks I mean the decks were out of this world I talk about his pajama pants what about his decks Pete no socks oh, laceless no sne- socks. shoes those are straight those I are straight decks pants. kid so it was a hundred and eighty seven degrees in hey but that's why he didn't got, that's why he didn't have a shirt on that's why he didn't have a shirt on come on. I hear you, bro. So, and uh, what about and, the entourage uh, face off? He didn't have a shirt, yeah, but he had but an animal the, the on. Man, yeah, 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 yeah. He, legit animal. He had the the jacket on, and then you had Floyd throwing money in the air. Like it was all about the. the it was more of about about the nuance f- type of fiasco yesterday, more so than the actual trash talking, because you ran out of things to say at a certain point. So yesterday, yeah, it was more. Le- it was more about the the posturing. I feel like than it was about the talking. Like nothing. That interesting was said yesterday. Nothing that like, oh man, you got him with that. You know, you're still running about trash talking, and it was good. I mean, they they were always good because both guys are really sharp with their trash talking. But I thought it was more about the posturing. When Floyd started throwing money in the air, I was like, no, he didn't just throw all this money up in the air. He just he threw all that money in the air, and then he said, "You're my bitch." And then it, and then they all got <laughs> each other's face. Uh, you know what? It's funny because Brendan Shaw was telling me 
at the beginning of the press conference, he goes, Connor's got a big entourage. The last two days, he hasn't had this kind of entourage. You know, they a lot of people came on stage with Connor yesterday. And so yeah. it made me realize, like, oh, man, you're right. I said, you know what? <laughs> Yo, Connor had, like, no entourage on stage with him the first in LA and Toronto but yesterday he had there was like 40 guys there and you know some of them are fighters Yo, can we yeah. talk about Entourage real quick I was just gonna say that I, mean, I was just gonna say that but there, there would have been some series like, some series arm barring it yeah. and choke outs going on if they said, let's form mega uh, um, uh, 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 Voltron Voltron <laughs> I literally <laughs> slammed my head against the steering wheel and started crying and, and what's Voltron you gotta be old enough to you know what Voltron, Voltron is but if anybody doesn't know for the younger generation Power Rangers stole off Voltron yeah exactly Voltron was basically the animated of Power Rangers later on it's a bootleg looking Optimus Prime basically you know, but when he said, "Let's form Voltron," <laughs> and, 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 and all the big thousand pounds of people came, and they and literally the surrounded guys, him, and, and, and he and could then, not and do fl- nothing. And then Floyd stuck out the back. He stuck out the back, and he went back on the yeah, runway. I'm sorry, but he killed him with oh, that. He man, murdered him with that, guys. That was a setup, though. Come on, that, no. me, I think that was set up guys, to me. That was no, no, by, by Mayweather. Mayweather you know definitely said you're that not, before. No, you're not but. Gonna, that was set up by Mayweather, of course, because he but, knew, they knew Voltron. Let's they didn't know what that means. So how know? did how did this not get <laughs> physical then? Because there's hundreds of millions of dollars on the line. Yeah, like, I know no that. No matter but, what, but those other guys were there. You know, I'm I sorry, hate. but this is a situation where if Connor would have got a little bit physical, yeah, it would have been pretty bad. Right there. First punch. If Connor does it, and touches Connor, I'm sure Connor. Like, like if I'm making that kind of money. I'm going to be telling my guys before I got to the press conference. Don't do shit. If you guys fuck this fight up, I will personally beat the <laughs> shit out of every single one of you. You know what I mean? Like That's what I'd be telling my entourage. So, so you know, I'm sure they've had the talk where, yeah. you know, unless, we get, you unless we get physical first, you are not allowed to get physical. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's more right. of so posturing and whatnot. It's just too much money to, to blow this fight on. Yes. You know? so, so at the end of the day, Although at, at the Wayne, at the Wayne, if somebody threw a slap at the Wayne, I wouldn't mind it because you can't cancel a fight on a slap, you know. Like, oh wait, wait, wait what's right. it depends, man. Like Slaps a, like knock a, people like out, Like a Chisora with Vitaly Klitschko. Remember <laughs> yeah. Chisora yeah. slapped the shit. Yeah. Up. Remember that slap Chisora hit Vitaly Klitschko with? That was oh, some that's slap. That's right. That's that right. Was a, that was like a nice like we call used to call those in Sicily when Chingo lead it like a nice <laughs> a nice slap. I can tell you, you right know? now that slap probably bought another fifty thousand pay per views <laughs> yeah, in though. Yeah. If if any type of touch happens the day to weigh in, I can guarantee. Probably like, 100,000, like 200,000 more buys. That's why I don't like these commissions finding these fighters. Like, you're getting more buys. You're getting more in, more income, more revenue off these guys actually well, physically. They don't want to risk their fights, though, too. I so hate yeah. I hate But you're getting more, more. If nothing happens and the fight goes on, they don't need to find the guys. They just helped your cause. They let, just made you more money. Let me ask Pete a question because he's on the phone. It's hard for him to get in here. Uh, Pete, Pete, what did you think about when uh, McGregor had something to say about your boy Paulie here? What, what was your reaction to that? I obviously want to hear from you, too, Paulie, but I want to hear from Pete first. I'm sure you heard the comments. I mean, what do you think? Oh, I thought it was hilarious. But, I mean, listen, to be honest with you, if I think that's all tongue-in-cheek. I think um, I think he knows the whole premise and the whole reason for bringing someone like Paulie in is to really try to get as sharp as he can and to try to learn from the closest thing you're going to get to Floyd as far as boxing intellect and, and talent and just different looks and stuff. Um but he's a character, so he's going to put his spin on it. Paulie did talk shit. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Paulie's not going to go to the gym and say, man, I, ho- I hope this Connor guy's not mad at me. <laughs> You're going there to spar, and I've been in Paulie's camp his whole career, and none of the sparrings are ever a walk in the park or fun by any means, especially if you're getting paid. 
Yeah. You know, someone like Paul is paying you to come in. He's gonna fuck you up. I personally think there's a uh, there's somebody like you know, and I was explaining this to Paulie when he actually goes out there. There's gonna be a spy in there that uh, that he, is gonna have a camera out that well, he, nobody can see to see even one little punch well, land he, on well, Paulie. Well, here's the thing. I think uh, at, at day's end. Well, that's common. First of all, that's not so. But still, Paulie, it's gonna be huge in this magnitude because they want to give. Well, Conor McGregor life. Well, here's the thing. I mean, uh, the way is the way I always look at it. The, the person whose camp it is runs the show, so I would never disrespect the ca- person whose camp it is. You know, so like if it was when, when I was in camp, I never wanted a video in my sparring. Most guys are like that. Floyd Mayweather, the twenty four sevens or or the or the all access shows on Showtime, even you know, will let you film every bit of training, but he won't let you film the sparring. You know, so I think for the most part, the guys in camp don't want anything filmed. Um, but it's their prerogative, you know. If you're being brought in, you know, if they want to rec- like, like for me, for example, I'm, it's not my camp. It's it's Connor's camp. If I, if I go, if I, if they do bring me in, because mm-hmm. I've, I've, as of now, I haven't gotten a response back for a confirmation. But if they do bring me in, if they record it, it's their prerogative to record it. You know what I'm saying? It's their prerogative to release it. Now, don't get me wrong. Right. <laughs> if he does good. I'm sure they'll want to release it. Like, they, they made a highlight package out of the Van Heerden sparring, and I heard he didn't even look good in the Van Heerden sparring because when they the unedited version, he didn't look good at all. You know, they, but they made an edited version of it where he could look decent. Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, it's not really it's not really what I'm going there for. As I said, I, I'm trying to, to have a positive spin on things where I'm there. Yeah, we're going to spar hard. Yeah, it's going to become physical. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, low down 30 sparring the way it always gets in championship camp. But I hope I'm going there. To, and I and I do my part to help out, you know, and and to improve him or to see where he's at. Now, if they record it and they want to release it, if they record it and they don't want to release it, that, that's going to be their prerogative. You know what I'm saying? It's not my call. It's not my training camp. In my training camp, I make the decisions. When it's not my training camp, I have no say. That's that's the way I look at it. That's the way I see things. And then knowing those rules, it's up to me to go there and risk being videotaped or not. And frankly, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not an active fighter fighter anymore. I'm not fighting again. So whether I look great, whether people say I look great or whether people say I don't look great, like, you know, it, I, it doesn't really affect me anymore because I'm not actively trying to look great to 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 try to campaign for another fight. Like, I actually sparred a week ago in, in, in was Westbury, was it a week ago, Pete, in Westbury PAL? Yeah. With my friend Tommy. Yep. You know, he's a, he's a left-hander. I wanted he's to fighting see... Sad. He's fighting tomorrow. He's fighting tomorrow on the uh, Marcus Brown uh, card with Shawnee Monaghan and Omar Figueroa with, uh, with uh, uh, the with Robert Guerrero. He's fighting on the undercard. So, you know, I went to spar him. He's a left-hander. He was getting ready for a fight. And I did a six rounds. And, you know, I, I heard that somebody ended up recording it and it wound up on Facebook Live or something, you know. And and somebody's like, yo, do you mind that? And I'm like, no, I don't mind. That. I don't care. Like, what? I'm not even fighting again. <laughs> I, I, it, it was the first time I was stepped in a ring since March 4th when I fought Eggington. Whether I look good or not, you know, frankly, I don't care. I, I you know, for the first time in three months and having been done I, barely any training, you know, it wasn't too bad. But whatever. Whether people think I look great or, or people look like think I look horrible. At this point, I'm not campaigning for a championship fight. I'm not campaigning for anything. So, so um, it's more so, you know, I'm just going there to keep in shape. Help out Connor if it, if it if it helps, um, and yeah, I mean I'll I'll try to get in better shape in the next couple of weeks because I had actually started to think that maybe they weren't gonna use me like maybe it was just talk and then Connor did that interview in Los Angeles where he said no no we're gonna bring Paulie and he's got to pay for what he said or whatnot so I said oh. I was like, all right, so maybe they still intend to use me. You know, the dates are passing. I mean, originally they hit me up in June about early July, then it became mid July. Now. I saw an interview with John Cavanaugh, the trainer of McGregor, saying early August. So I'm not quite sure. 
But I'm starting to think maybe early August, and I'm and I put it together in my mind. This is the way I kind of translate it in my mind. You're probably looking to improve Connor bit by bit in training camp. Looking to improve Connor bit by bit in training camp, and you know you got your run of the mill sparring partners. You know usually sparring partners are either journeymen or prospects. You know, so you're probably using guys like that. <clears throat> you're probably going to get him to his peak level, and then bring the ex world champion in. You're not going to bring a guy in his prime because guys in their primes don't don't act as sparring partners. They 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 pay the sparring partners. They don't they aren't the guys who would come in as sparring partners. Yeah, so Earl anybody, Spence so any, Yeah, so anybody that says like you should be coming in with Keith Thurman and and, and Earl Spence, <laughs> learn some fucking shit about boxing, you moron. The guys like that don't come in as sparring partners. But Jamel Charlo you know I mean? like, is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like unless you're in the same training camp with the guy, like Jamel Charlo was helping Earl because they're trained by the same trainer right. in the same gym. That's different. That's different. You know. Um, so, so I think. Uh, at day's end, you know, I think that they're looking to bring me in at the end because I'm not the heaviest puncher and I'm not known as the heaviest puncher, so it's not risking like opening a cut or anything on McGregor or whatnot. Um, oh, imagine if you did that, dude. I mean, I have cut guys in the gym. I've, I've Mayweather, you wreck this fight? I mean, I would hope I don't. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> you would be know. getting calls from attorneys, brother, by yeah, lawyers, no, attorney, I mean, by oh, Mayweather's lawyers. Your Twitter would be awesome. No, after but that. the smartest <laughs> thing to do, realistically, the smartest thing for Connor to do would be to wear the full face, you know, in a situation like this. You're talking about a lot of money. If You know, someone like Paulie is, um, he's like very anal about his, his gear and the way he wears it. Oh, he doesn't like no to way. be I totally, his I totally disagree, peripheral right? vision to <laughs> be uh, impaired. I totally disagree, dude. Totally disagree. <laughs> Why? Like, I totally would not tell Connor to wear the, the whole face guard. No, way. no, if I was him, I would. You're not even going to get, the point of sparring is to get sharper. How are you going to get sharper? But you can't you see anything. <laughs> yeah, but, you know what I mean? You're just in the ring, just just to be there. Again, but again, that's you. You got to understand that there's 95 percent of other fighters that wear. Yes, but not everybody's a reflex fighter. <laughs> Connor is not a boxer, but if you watch Connor's fights, he's a reflex fighter. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's right. A, he's but a, did you watch him use headgear? I don't know. They I don't all know. have cheekbones. Oh, okay, but that's not a full face guard. It's still got cheekbones. Hey, that's that's up to him. I'm, you know, it's not up to us to tell him what headgear to wear anyway. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. What I'm saying is, you're talking about a lot of money. But so the cheekbones is least, fine because at least you can see a little bit. I mean, that 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 full face guard, bit. you can't if say you anything. You wouldn't wear it. <laughs> I wouldn't wear it. No, I, I right. want to always want to. So you with seventy five million dollars at stake. I'm I'm gonna wear a helmet. No, but then you can't <laughs> see anything, bro. Then you, what's the point? I of can sparring? see through the visor. If you ride a motorcycle with yeah. a visor, you see right through yeah, it. Yeah, but then what's the point of it? You're not gonna see the punches coming. You're gonna get hit. You're gonna not feel like you're not sharp. I don't know. I never like those headgears. Everybody's teeth their own. I mean, I've seen guys wear them. So whatever. I That's mean, if if I, if I end up in that camp and he wants to use that headgear, it's up totally up to him. It's not my decision. You know, right. everybody has their own comfort zone. Um, but what I'm saying is, interest. what I'm saying is, I think they're bringing me in at the end to to see like they're trying to sharpen him up as much as they can, and see then the maybe progress. at the end, yeah, and then maybe at the end when he's in his best shape and trying to finish, you know, at his sharpest. So okay, let's bring in the X World Champion. You know, even though he's not his prime, the X World Champion. Give us a gauge of you know where Connor is at because even whatever I may have lost in, in ability in my age, I still have in you know craftiness and whatever and so on and so forth. So I, I, I as I started to think about this and when I heard Connor say what he said, I started thinking, okay, maybe they're gonna bring me in. And I thought about it more. I said, you know what, these guys are gonna bring me in the end, for the end of camp. That's what they're waiting for. They're waiting for Connor to get to the best part of camp to where he's at his sharpest and then see, okay. Forget the random run of the mill spawn partners. Let's bring in the ex champion and see where he's at. And maybe, and maybe they want to film it. And maybe all access Showtime cameras will be there. I don't know. Like I said, it's not my call. Um, they can do what they want. Um, I'm, I go, dude. I've never 
feared fighting or or going to sparring. Come on, so, you were a little scared when Connor it, said that. Didn't make you a little so, nervous. So, <laughs> so at the end of the day, so at the end of the day, as an active fighter, I I, I was never I never feared. So as, especially as an inactive fighter, I don't even care if you're if if you're recording it, dude. Uh, whatever, bro. You know what I mean? Like I retired already. I don't care how sharp I look, how good I look. Like I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna get in shape for him, and we're gonna spar. And I feel like I know what I'm doing still. So you know if he's if he's getting ready and it helps him out, all the best, bro. That's that's yeah. all. That's all I'm there for. I hope, it's, I hope very, it, it's usually, I mean, it's usually very tacky for anyone to put it out. Like I remember when we were kids, mm-hmm. we recorded some some of your sparrings just to mm-hmm. to like study more and just yeah. see what what you look like. Mm-hmm. And we never released any of those. Oh, like, yeah, I, I think I still we have. have I, we have sparrings at home with guys like John Guzman, um, right. Vivian Harris in his prime, uh, John Guzman in his prime, and we were. Oh, uh, Virgilio Tor, right? We, we we recorded some of those sparrings too, like. Oh, uh, we might have, yeah. You know, I've got sparrings with ex world champions, and I'm like in my early twenties. I mean, we have dugouts dug in somewhere. I don't even know where they are, and we got to look for those. But, but you know, we never really sparring. We we we're not, we, we it's like an un, un, unwritten rule. You never try to sneak the video in and like then release it. You know what I'm saying? But right. whatever. I mean, uh, everybody's different, I guess. I, that was always my uh, that was always my uh. Yeah, we watched them a few times and said, oh, that, you know, that was good. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, you we were watching this to start to get better. And then that's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> never, never hear of them. Well, so whatever. Whatever yeah. they want to do is fine. You know, it's fine with me. You know, hey, so. Your boy Steven Espinosa is getting pissed off, man. What Dana, is he saying? Dana White's getting under his skin. Oh, no. But Dana, but Dana yeah, I saw that quote. That, I actually retweeted that, too, because that, that was kind of lame on Dana's part where he said, because uh, they said they said it, the theatrics. Dana was asked about the theatrics of yesterday's uh press conference and he said yeah it's not i'm not the one running it you know that wouldn't be my show it would be run very different if these were my uh, my uh my uh uh press conferences i know buddy no if these were his press conferences if he was running the press conferences he doesn't have the mm-hmm. right to run the press conference showtime does but right. well, how i don't know buddy what would you do would there be more yelling how much more yelling can there be <laughs> i mean i don't understand how you would do it differently like these are great press conferences they're promoting the shit out of the fight so i don't understand what he's saying well, i don't understand why the dig at, at showtime but what does you this mean, mean though like dana it? gets up there yeah. he yells for five seconds at the top of his lungs and then he goes and sits back down like i don't understand what would, what would you add more of yourself more yelling you put yourself more on camera i don't, I don't get it like the fight's gonna sell well, great of, based on the way Dana, it's gonna be going never have too much Dana. yeah and that's what steven said steven said uh you know i, I steven responded with uh i think dana's problem is you know he wants to uh, wants to revolve the press conferences more about dana white and we at showtime believe that the press conferences have to revolve more about the entertainers and the fighters i got a and, quote here from him he said uh, i told you before the event my patience was running thin i'm the last guy who's going to get physical but at a certain point patience runs thin i'll leave it at that steven What's he doing? Is he, oh, is he he's trained? Vince McMahon! Vince McMahon had like a, a special Actually, move that he used. In the he day. took off his shirt. No, he was no. buff, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, he was. Oh, you Jack. never know. Steven Espinosa Wait, might be doing push-ups. Genius, right? though. Genius, right? Instead of McGregor and Mayweather having an altercation, Espinosa and Dana White have an altercation. Yeah, that would be bro, awesome. And you know what? That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. You got, Steven's a lawyer. Steven gets down. He's from Texas. They, they get down and fight. Yeah. And Dana... Dana Dana, big dude. Dana plays like he's tough, but I talked to Babalu Sabral years ago, and he was telling me about Dana. He goes, I said, you, is Dana tough? Because I remember Dana was talking about uh, 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 Tito Ortiz. Ortiz, they were going to fight him or something. I said, Babalu, it's like, <laughs> is uh, is Dana t- tough? Like, is he, is, he, is he as tough as he tries to play? He goes, Dana tough? He goes, he's a fucking typo instructor. He was a fu- I said, what? He goes, yeah, I used to instruct tie ball classes. He's a fucking tie ball instructor. I said, you, I said, you're kidding me, bro. I said, that's, that's the extent of his boxing uh, past, the tie ball instructor? I said, so I don't know, bro. So I don't know how it works. I'm sure, I'm sure he knows how to grapple better than the average guy, but 
I don't know. Why, why would he know how to grapple? Who do you think would uh, win in the that, fight between Stephen and him? Joe Rogan knows how to grapple. Joe Rogan's like a black Joe, belt in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. That, that guy knows how to grapple. I don't know I don't know why Dana White would know how to grapple. I, if you look at the size of him, I don't know if he's been doing much of anything, let alone grappling. And where is Joe, man? It'd be cool if they had him on one of these or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would have been cool. I mean, we had Brendan. Brendan's awesome. Brendan is great. Brandon no, I'm not taking anything away from him. Just, you know, Brandon. Joe, in addition, too. Joe's yeah. just, he's a great hub. Yeah, he's it would have been cool man. if maybe we would have had him in L.A., you know, yeah. alongside Brendan. Because I feel like every city we went to, we had a guest except for L.A. I feel like L.A., like, we, we kind of, like, learned how to do it. You know I mean? We didn't have any guests come along on the stage with us. Then, then in uh, uh, in Toronto, uh, Drake just randomly showed up, you know, and then Floyd Learned how up. to do what, exactly? <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then Floyd. Fill, fill, the, fill the time slot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And well, then, you and, wait for and, these two in, egomaniacs to get well, ready to well, come Well, on. Floyd came on in Toronto. We had him. Then yesterday we had Rosie Perez. I don't know what they're doing today in London because I'm not there. But uh, oh, it's on now. That's right. Yeah, it's going on right now as we're recording this podcast. Well, they were late like an hour by when I well, first saw yeah, That's the thing about the egomaniac stuff with the time, too. The first day they were on time. It was totally normal. The second day, Floyd showed up late and Connor was on time again. And Connor was miserably aggravated in the back. Exactly what Floyd he had wanted. To wait, he had to wait 40 minutes for Floyd Mayweather. Connor wanted to start the press conference. He said, I wait for nobody. Rightfully so, he said. And for, and, and for 40 minutes, he had to wait for Floyd, and Showtime would not start the press conference, which is why when Conor, when the press conference started, Conor McGregor was aggravated. Conor McGregor was aggravated, and that's why he had all kinds of words, of choice words for Showtime. He had all kinds of choice words for uh, uh, Steven Espinosa and everything because he blamed Showtime for getting things started late and waiting for Floyd and also for shutting off his mic, which we didn't shut off his mic. That's a part of the production over there. And we're watching the thing live on, on YouTube right now. Is that live? Yeah. Yeah, they're in the ring. Connor's flipping out inside the ring. And you see how every city has its own identity? See, England, London does the ring because it's such a big-time fight city, such a big-time fight place. They do the press conference inside a ring. I love, how every city, inside I love, the ring? I I love like how every city had its own identity to their press conference. I thought that was really cool, too. You know? Oh, look, they're missing one part of the tape, uh, the, the, the rope still. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going on. Just in there. case one what, of them what, get thrown what did, out. Why did Connor walk away after yelling? What did he go? He just went, yelled at him and sat down? It's pretty off. wild. I guess we'll, we'll get... Face off. I guess I'll have to... Wait, you look to, at this, though? Look at the magnitude... Of what's going on? This oh, no, wild. this no. Yeah, but guys, like, like you know, it's, we've been around a long time. They, they did oh. this years ago, forty years ago. And they tried to do it, but failed miserably. When Muhammad Ali fought a uh, wrestler Antonio Noki. Oh yeah, of course. It failed that miserably because it was a terrible fight. It was just, well, that was. It also wasn't just boxing. Right, it was exactly. Wrestling, that you know? was a problem. It was a yeah. mix. Um, but th- this. This is a novelty. This is entertainment. It's like a what if. Now, instead yeah. of asking what if, mm-hmm. we're gonna actually see it. Yeah. And one of the things I want to talk about before is like they both were full of shit when like. Mayweather's like, yeah, I'll fight you in the octagon. No, you won't. Oh, of course. And then Mayweather says, bet your purse. He said, no problem. No, you won't. You're not yeah, betting your purse. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Come on. There's only so much risk you're going to take. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you, know, you didn't try to make this fight for two years to, to give it all up on a, on a bet. Yeah, let's all, let's all simmer down. Yeah. Floyd, you're not going anywhere near a fucking octagon. Correct. <laughs> and Connor, you're not betting your purse. You're not even giving up 10% of your purse. You're right. I don't know. Everybody got a number, man. You give you give Mayweather a billion dollars to step in the octagon. I guarantee you, step in the octagon. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. For what? A billion dollars to get, to get hit with a kick in the head and then get knocked. <laughs> right, and then silly for the rest of your life, not remembering who you yeah. are. No thanks. Hmm. They should, you know, they should have a side bet like for charity or something would be cool. But a nice, uh, nice tilt to it, like five, two percent, whatever it is. You know, hey, well, I'll put up this against this. Whoever wins, the money goes to your charity, your choice. Hey, look at this. They got the crowd actually asking questions to oh, the wow. fighters. Yeah, pretty that's cool. cool. That's that's V. That's very very English. Genius. Again, it, it's it, England has their own uh, identity to their press conference, and 
this is cool. This is cool. I wish I could hear it. I'm watching Floyd answer a question right now. He's got the Mr. T chains on. Look at him. He looks like Mr. T with those chains, right? On his neck. He's, <laughs> right? Doesn't he have like all the gold like that? Paul, if you know how to use your phone. <laughs> if he had the mohawk. If he had a mohawk right now, yeah, he'd be like Mr. T. T. He'd hey, like just like Mr. T. When he come out of pocket, I'll show you a real man. Yeah, he'd be real. He'd be Club <laughs> Lang. He'd be Club Lang status. No joke. I'll tell you what though. One of those necklaces <laughs> on his neck. Oh man. You know, yeah, Paul. Yeah. If you knew how to use your phone, you could watch it right on your phone. I know, but I got the old BlackBerry here. Come on, guys. Come on. We might just have to end this end this podcast right now so I can watch this press conference. I don't know. Well, what are we gonna touch on? Are you here next week? Are we gonna have a? Are we gonna? Yeah. Are we gonna another yeah, show man, before? We'll do, the, yeah, maybe we'll do another before show. Before the Broner uh, Garcia. We'll see. We'll ask Pete if he's come off his paternity. Uh, yeah, are you still breastfeeding? I, I am. Hey, Pete, Pete are you still breastfeeding or what? You know, yeah. I got one in the oven, man. I'm with you. Don't let them say anything that's gonna man. you know tarnish you. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll text you later, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, big up to the fathers out there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that'll be that'll be end of the episode. Any right? fights this weekend? Uh, yeah, we yeah. got Shawnee Monahan and uh, Marcus Brown. We got uh, Omar Figueroa against Robert Guerrero. Adam Kornacki against Archie Spilka. It's tomorrow night. It's on Fox, also on HBO. Sullivan Barrera takes on Joe Smith. Uh, I think that you know Joe's been on a great uh, momentum run. Really a shame that I, I that they matched him with Sullivan. That's like the worst fight for him. You know, yeah, that's I, I think tough one. I think Joe's been doing great, but I just think it's a terrible style matchup for him. And uh, Jonathan, yeah. So you know, uh, we're Brona and Mikey. Brona and Mikey, we got that coming uh, up in two weeks. Uh, oh, man. That's, listen, a, that's what Jonathan's you, excited you, about. You know what? Me too. I love Brona. I love Mikey. Um, I just think this is the wrong time to face Mikey. After coming back off his layoff, he's more energized. He was a confident fighter before he left for that year gap. Mm-hmm. And he came back with his same swag and more animalistic boxing skill and love for the sport. Mm-hmm. And now that mm-hmm. he has that newfound love again for the sport while having the confidence prior to leaving... Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard for Brona. If Brona could come in, the Brona that fought in Atlantic City against the Mexican fighter, the tall, linky Mexican fighter. DeMarco. 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 If he could come in that Brona, we have a major fight going on. Yeah, I I don't want to jump ahead because I I was just thinking about what kind of doors this opens for Mikey if he wins this fight at 140. He looks good at 140 because you got Terrence Crawford. He's already a borderline. Mikey, to me, is already a borderline pound-for-pound fighter. Agree. But like, I think you know, Lomachenko but, called him out but, yesterday. Right, Lomachenko's been calling him out for months. Right, but like, think of the he's potential small, fights. He's too small for Crawford. Too small. Crawford. No, 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 no. Crawford, Crawford started. Oh, Mikey, Mikey's Crawford. too small for Crawford. Yeah, Crawford's gonna yeah, move up, Mikey's right? Too small. Crawford started at one thirty-five. Mikey basically is topping out at thirty-five. He's going to forty, but it's not his weight. You know, like, but I'm saying a bit, but he'll yeah. take the money if there's big money to yeah, fight, right? Like, I hear right. you because Crawford's too good. Crawford's gonna go up to forty-seven, right, and hold his own. He started at where Mikey tops out. Well, then what about Mikey? What about Mikey Lomachenko? Mikey Lomachenko, Mikey has the size advantage. Honestly, I've seen them both in person. There's a big size difference. Mikey's a lot bigger than Loma. Yeah, Mikey's a lot bigger than Loma. Loma. Lomachenko's, Lomachenko's calling him out. Lomachenko's not a big kid. No, um, but he's but, got the he's hey, got man, crazy skills. Yeah, man, yeah. If Lomachenko wants it bad, then you know, what are we to tell him he can't do it? You know, but but uh, that's a, he, he's, I personally he's think that's too soon for Lomachenko yeah. still. you got to yeah. give him like three or four more yeah. fights to develop yeah. the confidence yeah. to beat somebody like Mikey. Yeah. Oh, I think he's got the confidence already. No, he got I, the confidence, I know what you're saying. I agree with you. He needs more fights. Well, he, he still has to get over that hump with Salito. He, he, yeah, Salito, Salito, Salito wouldn't give him the rematch. They were trying to make it. I don't blame yeah, him. For, for 750K or something like that. Yeah, I don't blame him because Salito gets his ass kicked if he fight again. Yeah. Well, so that's it. And that's the upcoming schedule. Well, uh... We'll get it done. We'll get it done uh, next, next time week. Is, next time's 100, man. 
Much time for I will try to get it next yeah. week. Want to thank Jonathan Hernandez. Yes, my partner yes. Thank taxes, you for having me on the show. It's actually my first podcast. I really we'll, enjoyed it. And we'll could it back. be? We, we talked about just a bigger how company, CBS, Showtime. That that's that's amazing, you know. And and everybody out there in the sports world and every type of world that listens on social media. Don't forget you file your taxes with Truthful Taxes this upcoming tax season. <laughs> and we give you the run-up to the mill, run-up to the minute numbers. They do big numbers on yes. these pay-per-views. Unbelievable yes. kind of numbers we have. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable oh, yeah. time of money we're talking That's about. That's amazing, though. We'll keep, we'll keep you know, previewing the billion-dollar fight. What was that movie, The Great White Hype? Great White they Hype. Brought, they brought the guy back because he, he beat him in the amateurs. Yeah. And the fight was over in like 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can almost see that happen in this fight. It was like, ah, <laughs> oh, fight, boom, done. Come on, don't, don't you jinx it. Don't I said you it, could, it, it would be kind of funny, but I just feel like the hype is it's the best part of this look fight. thing. It looks like a fight right now. They're walking out, giving the whole crowd. Look, 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 look. This Bro, is all right, all right. Let's get off the air so I can listen to it. It's almost done already, but you're Alright guys, say goodbye. All right, we'll guys. see you next week for episode 100. Week. Later guys. See you Pete. Later.